Hello and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro with Halo. In my head, thought that that was more efficient. And I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to 2v1, like, just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll try I'll to reach you. Like, like, see you guys later. A lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway, and yes, we're back with more news and trick jumps and interviews. And this time we're looking at yet another different side of Halo content creation. We're going to be looking at memes and parodies. So get yourself in your warthog and, you know, drive on with us to Meme Paradise. Today's going to be a, a funny episode, hopefully a good time. We're, we're just going to have some fun with it. Of course, as usual, guys, before we get to the interview, we have our trick jump. We have our news. Let's jump right into the news. Actually, let's first get our grassroots giveaway in there as well. I almost forgot. Guys, type exclamation mark grassroots in the chat. You can enter yourself in the giveaway for the BR skin. The nameplate. Remember to do that. Happens throughout the whole show. If you don't win it, come back next week. We give one away every single week. Now we can get into the news with Matty Rums from from NoobCombo.com. I was going to call you TrickJumps.com. Uh, yeah, <laughs> How's it going, Matty? How you been? Not, not bad. How about you? Good. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Sometimes I'm, I'm struggling on the Halo 5 grind. If you've caught my live streams, it's a, a bit of a mixed bag. But when I'm not doing that, I'm having a, a fun time otherwise. Yeah, but it happens. It happens. It, it does happen. It's it's hard to play as good as Saiyan, man. The dude's so damn consistent. He's just and, and now at the level that I'm at, I have to face him in matchmaking all the time. So it's like a constant test. Anyway, this is me just complaining once again. <laughs> uh, we got some news this week. What do we got? Anything Anything interesting? Uh, there's a few things. Uh, first up, like usual, we have the playlist update. It wasn't anything fancy or big, but they added a Team Doubles preset to the social playlist. Okay. So it's available on all titles, all uh, game types, and they added the uh, team matching. Uh, I guess, I forget the word, but they added team matching. So if you're a duo, you'll face another duo. If you're solo, right. you play solos. Right, which is something you definitely want to see. This is 2v2 for MCC. I don't know about you, but I'm, yeah. I'm waiting on the uh, the competitive 2v2 playlist for H5 as well. I'm hoping they, they yeah, have that Yeah, a lot of people are also. waiting for that. They, yeah, they've been talking about that. So good to see that they have team doubles for MCC. And, of course, uh, team doubles is one of the best game types in Halo. If you've got a good body, this is the, the best bonding experience is to play team doubles. Uh, they just got to bring it over to H5 now in the actual competitive format, and then, then I'll truly be happy. But... Uh, uh, we also have, uh, speaking of, you know, Halo 2v2, we've got the upcoming events, Halo Classic, uh, which is going to be pretty incredible. they got and more only talent. A week away. Only a week away, yeah, which is, yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait, man. I'm going to see you there as well, right? You're oh, yeah, away. I'll definitely be there. Awesome, awesome. So we have more talent coming in for the event. Who do we got? Oh, uh, yeah, Fallout is making uh, his return as the stage host. He's done stuff with Gears of War, Fortnite, Halo, uh, World Showdown of Esports. Yeah. So you've definitely seen him before. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Nighty Knight is returning as an observer and an analyst. And we I'm pretty sure we all know who Nighty Knight is. I've done a ton of work with Halo and MLG. Yeah, I actually caught up with him a little bit recently. He's uh, a fan of the H1 episodes. I know Nighty Knight's a huge Halo yeah. 1 guy, so he was uh, happy to see that I was bringing some of that into the rotation as well. Uh, Nighty's super knowledgeable about Halo. That's going to be great. And then Fallout's just, uh, he's a master of what he does. He's, he's got no problem hosting. Um, we also have uh, event schedule released as well. We're getting so close, guys. What do we got for our schedule? Yeah, UGC put it out on their Twitter uh, infographic of uh, what we can expect or yeah, what we can expect to see at the event. Uh, each day, the doors open at 10 a.m., 
and on Friday and Saturday they're closing at midnight. Mm. Um, Sunday there's no end time yet, I believe, but it's pretty much whenever the four v four finals are over. Okay. The Halo C two v two will take place on Saturday, start and finish, and the Halo Five two v two will begin on Saturday and on Sunday. Okay. I have some beginner questions here that I would love for you to answer. Hopefully you know. I'm not sure if you know. Uh, Halo oh, CE. 2v2. Is it broadcasted? Please say it's going to be broadcasted. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Okay, there's, there's, so, six, there's six streams. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're not They're not kidding around. Two and two of them are quad streams for the 4v4. Ones Which was so amazing last yeah. time. Yeah. And then uh, one of the channels we dedicated to CE and one to Halo 5, I believe. Yeah. So I think a lot of people were kind of waiting. They weren't sure whether or not we we're going to get a broadcast because face it, London, for example, they advertised the Halo 5 2v2. We got no side broadcast yeah. for it. There was no content. It was just, oh, by the way, Drippy and Penguin won. So they this didn't is even great. announce that. They didn't even know. Yeah, they had yeah. to announce it on their own Twitter. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is way better. Six separate streams. If you guys don't remember the quad POV from the last Halo Classic, highly recommend you check it out. It's so sick. You can see all four members of the team playing at the same time. And for somebody like me who wants to break down content, that's just like dream. a dream come true. Yeah. So uh, that's amazing. And then Halo CE 2v2 broadcasted is amazing. And then Halo 5's 2v2 broadcasted. This will be the first time we've seen some, like, broadcasted professional H5 in about a year now, since last fall. So I'm I'm just freaking out just uh, about all the Halo content we're going to get to see here, which is just uh, pretty amazing, guys. So less than – no, we're just, just over a week away, almost there. Uh, we, saw, we also have new Aspire Esports roster. What's this? Yeah, so Aspire Esports, they had a team for the Face of Night event. That was uh, Jimbo and Two Foxy's team. Hmm. But uh, it seems like they've dropped them and they picked up uh, the old Denial guys, Straight Sick Aries, Shelly, and Fantasy is the fourth. Fantasy was formerly of GMS. So Fantasy and Gabriel, Gabriel were kind of like the ultimate pair. I know Gabriel right. said he was stepping away, but then we saw now him in the back. roster, and he's yeah, back. He's on Lux, yeah. So I guess they just agreed to part ways. Damn. I don't know. I don't know what that means, because that's the <laughs> thing about, about the best players in Halo. A lot of them kind of are, are duos, you know? It's like the right. Roy and the Lunchbox, and now you have Trippy and Penguin. Before, it was Trippy and Sang, uh, and Saiyan, sorry, Sanguine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Fantasy and Gabriel, that's a huge pair. So to see them split off, uh, hopefully that you know is a good thing for them going forward. But uh, of course, they're both individually talented, but interesting decision right there. So we got Straight Sick, Aries, Shelly, Fantasy, Aspire Esports, and then we have some tournament results for the past week. Yeah, the final qualifier for Halo Classic was uh, last Saturday, or this past Saturday. First place went to Aspire Esports with that same oh, roster we just mentioned. Uh-huh. Uh, second place went to the Goobers, it was Cloud, Porky J, Omega is Better, and Zerka. And okay. third went to Gang Squad Lit Swag. Wow. It was just sure uh, that's the final name. It's pretty much the following esports roster with a sub. It's Neighbor, Boo Boo, Demon D, and Scarbane. Scarbane being the substitute. Okay. Uh, Scarvin, I've seen before. I know he's pretty talented as well. Is he sticking, do you think, or is this just... No, I think it's because Ace is still in London. Right, okay, so... still overseas. Okay, so we're still waiting on Ace, then. Right. Um, so that was the final qualifier for Halo Classic. Next right. one is the event, of course. Uh, we have SWAT Nation with another $1,000 event. They're doing incredible things. It had uh, Bears on SWAT 4v4. It was, uh, it was a random 4v4, but you registered as duos, so it took one team of two and randomly paired it with another team of two. Okay. And uh, first place went to 420 Smoke, Smokey Dig, SG Serial, Osprey, and Death Hero. 
Okay. Second place was Galactic Diversity, Galaxy Exemplified, SP Diversity, and Kakashi. And third went to Wolf Gold, which was Wolfman, 254, Absent All Day. I don't even know how to pronounce that third one. I call it UEG. <laughs> UEG. Yeah. And uh, Gold Star VR. All right, all right. So a lot of talented players jumping in for the SWAT 4v4 as well. That's a hell of a prize pool, so I don't think anybody would want to shy away from something like that. Um, but great to see. Great to see SWAT Nation continuing events. I'm sure they announced something else at the very end of it, too. That's usually they what they didn't. Do. Oh, they did surprised. this time. Yeah, okay. and I checked the site to see if maybe I missed something, but there's nothing up right now. So. Okay, well, uh, maybe they're taking a much-needed break. Uh, we'll, we'll see what, what's happening there. I'm sure they got more content coming. Uh, we also have the Female Pro League, uh, August 4v4 as well, which is nice to see. Yeah, first place went to Guardians Gaming, which is Queen, Prandipus, Divine Damsel, and Command Station. Hmm. Second place went to Excellence, which was uh, Domi Legs, or Domi Legs, Veronica, Janelle, and Minx. And third went to Milk House Gaming, Lady Echidna, Revidows, I think that's how you say it, uh, Saltine Squad, and Kitchen Bound. Yeah, not going to try to correct you on anything. Except, is it, <laughs> is it Echidna? 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 I have no idea. I don't know. I see it, I just animal. see a chidna. But, uh, <laughs> All right, we're going to both look like I couldn't even tell you what one of those looked like, if that's an animal. I couldn't either, but uh, hopefully it's a cute animal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> nice <laughs> nice to see uh, the female pro league uh, just competing. We have a, like a great community of female gamers, and they need more representation. I was just talking to Lady Echidna just the other day. Um, about this and the fact that HCS Grassroots has no female representation whatsoever. So I was telling her, like, if she hasn't already applied, she better get on it because I think she's one of the, the main uh, people who can really represent the female uh, Halo community. So hopefully that starts to happen. We see more initiatives in that space. Uh, we also have upcoming tournaments for the weekend. What do we got here? Yeah, we got uh, four events on Saturday, August 31st. First is Blam Gaming Halo Series preliminary, number two, preliminary tournament number two. Cool. Uh, if you live in Australia, there's the Melbourne Esports Open Halo 3 free-for-all right. at the Roth Laver Arena. Uh, Philly Esports is hosting an online Halo 5 2v2, nice. and the winner of that will actually get a team pass to Halo Classic paid for. Ooh, so, okay. Or if you already have a team pass and you win, they'll give you the cash. Nice. I wonder so, if they'll have any of the big teams like Shotzi, Renegade, uh, some of these, these guys coming back to play who are very talented. Right. Uh, or if they even know about it, maybe they should look into it. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, we have uh, Bobetta's Halo 5 2v2. Bobetta, he's a player in uh, Halo Draft League, so they're kind of sponsoring that event. Right, running his own stuff, kind of like Saintly for Halo 3. He's been doing right. awesome stuff for Halo 3. So good to see. we still got more events coming up this weekend. And, of course, the big one, the, fall, the weekend uh, following, which is what we're all looking forward to. Uh, but that'll close the news for today. Of course, guys, everything that we've uh, just talked about right here is available on newcombo.com. Maddie has all this information on his website in detail, so feel free to check that out and, and just stay informed of what's happening in Halo. Uh, Maddie, that'll close the news for today. Thank you so much for joining me. You got it. No problem, dude. I'll see you next week. All right, that closes the news. Let's move right into our trick jump with Clearly Me. How's it going, Clearly? Oh. You are frozen. Oh, no. Nice. That's a not a flattery. <laughs> You, I can still hear your voice, and I can see you talking in a little bubble in the top corner, but you're just I know like... what? On my side, I'm moving. That's <laughs> the most unflattering. Is this fixable? <laughs> what do we do? If if we jump to the... Oh, you're just back to me now. What if we jump right into, into the trick jump? Can we can we show that and then have his, uh, his commentary? Let's see how that works. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh.
No. Skype, why? Right here, here here's go. the yeah, here's the gameplay. All I don't right. know what happened. So we're doing um S one S two on Guardian here. Um now My game's frozen. Is your game frozen? Yeah, it is frozen. Oh, uh, wait. Here we, okay. here we go. Now it's frozen again. Okay. So now S one S two obviously widely known by almost virtually everybody, but uh, there is one particular way that everybody seems to kind of lean towards, which is um, the method that's way easier to do on hardcore settings, which is just straight up just smacking the tree and gliding up to S2, okay. um, which is actually a lot more difficult to do on default settings. So there's a second way to do it, which involves a ghost jump. Um, so instead of gliding your way up the tree, you actually smack the tree at a lower point and it slows down your upward momentum, and you can grab a ghost jump off the top of the door right there. Whoa. And, and jump up. And it's Is it easier or harder to do? It is way easier to do, in my opinion, especially on default setting. Um, again, on hardcore, the method of just gliding your way up a tree is actually easier, but on default, this seems to be a superior method. Oh, so, okay, okay. So if you're playing hardcore, you would still recommend doing it the traditional way? Yes. And in the traditional way, you're also you're mashing crouch, or you, do you kind of just cut? Like, does it matter too much if you're mashing crouch when you hit that tree, or is more? Well, when you just when you when you hold crouch when you smack the tree, it increases your momentum, so it is crucial okay. to crouch when you smack it. Okay. Um, okay. I guess it is possible to land that without hitting crouch when you smack the tree. If you hit it, mm. but it would make it a lot harder. Right. You're trying to line yourself up in between those two lines, or do you think about that at all? You kind of just uh, get a feel for it jumping into the tree. A lot of people say, like, you want to jump when you're between the two lines on the, the ledge here. See, like, yeah. you're jumping on the ledge, those two lines on the floor? Yeah, I jump towards the last one more so, on the, okay. uh, for this technique anyway. Okay. This technique, because you want to smack the tree at a lower point, so you have to jump later. Mm -hmm. um, so you smack the tree, close down your momentum, and you curve into this corner, and you can momentarily jump off the top of the door. Right, so there's the second jump that you just did there that we mm -hmm. can see. Uh, can you feel when that moment occurs, or are you just kind of mashing jump until you, you hit it? You just kind of mash um, and cross your fingers. Um, but <laughs> once, you, once you practice it, I mean, it's not so much crossing your fingers. It's uh, right. more than likely nine times out of ten you're probably going to smack it. So you, you do mash and uh, cross your fingers in a sense, but you're more comfortable, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But definitely, this is the way on default, which a lot of people don't know about. That's the thing. Why well, I want to show it today. Um, and also the usefulness. Um, after the fact of getting this, I had a guy dropping down to S1 there. Didn't know where I was going. And I was able to pop up and uh, use that to my advantage in this particular moment. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Thankfully, you got the kill and the double. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Have you been jumping around on Halo 3 the most, you'd say, recently? Or are you kind of trying to get into Reach again? Have you have you attempted the 30 FPS Reach? Or actually, have you managed to get the, uh, the MCC PC version yet? Or no? What are you thinking? No, man. I need to invest into a good PC, especially now that okay. I'm it, too, um, which would definitely be crucial for me. Um, actually, just tried streaming the other day with my capture card, and it was super laggy. Mm. Um, so definitely a PC setup is in the near future, which in turn... Definitely get MCC on PC. Right, because I can't wait until our trick jump segment becomes the trick jump Halo Reach segment, yes. basically. In the near future, when we got you know MCC PC, it's going to look beautiful. I hope all the jumps kind of carry over, or maybe there's even I don't know if there could ever be new tech or new jumps discovered. But, but. you know what? There's you'd be surprised. I mean, just like how on um, on MCC there's that pressure launch on Guardian actually right, right, by, right by Invis that never existed on OG. 
Now, pressure launch has always existed on OG, but um, you can never, uh, that, that one never existed on OG. It's something that only exists on MCC. Same uh, thing with deployable shield launches. Never existed on OG, only on MCC. So there is new techniques that can be developed with a new frame rate, but it takes a very smart mind to find it. Okay. Um, so hopefully maybe uh, maybe find some new techniques. I'm not sure yet, but definitely reach content is on the horizon. That's for of course. sure. Yeah, we are. A PC or not, it's definitely coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anything, we still got, you know, we've got our fingers crossed that everything works well on Xbox so we can at least play it on Xbox uh, at a minimum. Um, but yes, in the meantime, you're still the master of all the trick jumps. Uh, of course, if anybody wants to learn trick jump and get involved with the community, you've got all your places to go. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are those? Now, um, I do have a dedicated Discord server, um, which I will link on Twitch and on Mixer, of course, after my segment is over. Um, there you'll find other OG players like myself who are, who are willing to help you with any requests and things of that nature. We even have a challenge system to help test your abilities and get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I also post content on Twitter, on YouTube, and also recently started streaming. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and on YouTube, it is at MCC Trick Jumps. Um, and on Mixer, that is mixer.com slash clearly me. Um, and hopefully I'll be streaming probably to uh, tonight and tomorrow night. So you guys yeah. want to catch me on. I play a lot of infection. I use a lot of hiding spots and just uh, <laughs> a lot of people off. That's where it uh, matters most, right? Yeah, All these jumps so and hide spots. I do have a lot of unique content that a lot of people are doing right now. So if you want to catch me, mixer.com slash clearly me. Awesome. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'd say even if you're not a trick jumper in Halo, guys, check out his Twitter. He's putting up, like, just ridiculous stuff on Twitter on a regular basis from jumps to speed runs to just a whole wild uh, set of things across every Halo title. You're doing it all on, on all the different okay. titles. So great place to start, at MCC Trick Jumps on Twitter. Uh, and that is our trick jump for today. We'll be back next week with some more. Clearly, thank you so much for joining me once again. Yeah, thank you, man. And hopefully next week I won't be frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too, man. I'll see you around. Hey, take it easy. All right, and that's our news and our trick jump. Let's get right to our interview with the meme master, the the, the master chief of memes. I don't know what to call it, but uh, Taquin, the Reachway, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, nice to, to have you, man. Thank you, thank you for coming in on short notice. Uh, I had actually, just speaking of, like, the, the whole memes and the parodies and stuff, I had spent so much time trying to think of the copy for your tweet and ended up coming up so late in the evening because I didn't know what to call you. I was going to say, like, Master Chief, or something like ridiculous. And I, uh, anyway, nice. <laughs> uh, how yeah. you've been, by the way, though? I saw you streaming. I, I sent my viewers over to you, and then you were playing like Halo Django with Uber Nick or something. What was that? Yeah, no, good, good. Um, yeah, we're it's a, just a custom game called Django, and there's just a bunch of shipping containers that go super high up, and then there's a Phaeton that comes in and tries to just like kick your ass off the off the tower. So that's what we were doing. But, uh, but yeah, thanks for the host, by the way. I appreciate it. No problem, man. <laughs> I always love your stuff. Like your, your content is always like genuinely funny and different. I, I feel like not too many people are focused on like Halo parody comedy and Halo behind the Master Chief these days, at least because Halo isn't quite as mainstream as it used to be. So it's nice to see that you're still kind of putting that stuff up there. And we're definitely going to look at some of that stuff as well. Um, how you been otherwise, though? Uh, you're kind of just trying to are you getting a consistent schedule with the content, the stream again? Or you've been traveling recently? What have you been up to? Uh, pretty good. Um Last night I uh, sprained my ankle, so that was a uh, pretty oh, recreational. No. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> dude, I don't even know. I was running and then I turned left really hard and just rolled my ankle. It was bad. Oh my but, god, uh, did you, you run often? And uh, sometimes, but yeah, if I cry out in pain randomly during this interview, <laughs> I fly 
yeah, no, I've, I've been good. It's uh, getting a consistent schedule is something that I'm really trying to do now because, yeah, yeah. This, you're right. Like this last year, I've been traveling pretty much nonstop. Um, and it's been kind of challenging balancing YouTube and Twitch and everything like that with just like being out of the country a bunch because I did some stuff for school and okay. um, and things like that. So, yeah, but yeah, trying to get back into it. I have PAX tomorrow. I, uh, I'm heading there for about a week. And then after that, that's I'm just home and I'm getting to the grindstone. So awesome trying to get it back on that. What's what's at PAX? What's the goal for PAX? There's no I'm assuming there's no Halo stuff there. Is there is they do they have the Fireflight or anything? Um, well, so for PAX, it's basically like at this point for a lot of us, kind of like a family reunion for a lot of the, the Halo YouTubers and, and oh. people in the community, because um, it's just kind of a big, like it draws people together. So it's not so much PAX itself, other than like a ton of Halo people come out and we all hang out and there's cool events and things like that. So uh, it's more for like the social aspect, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, this year, uh, which will be pretty cool, Ubernick and uh, our friend Jack Fletcher from Ultimate Halo, uh, they're going to be out as well. But uh, they're actually flying back to Utah with me, and we're all going to hang out, maybe record some videos here, which will be cool. Nice. So you got yeah. more awesome uh, vlog content and stuff coming up, too. I noticed recently, you, I think you tried to uh, split the channels in two. So now you want to do a Halo gaming dedicated channel, and then you have your vlogs in, like, a separate place? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I kind of made the dumb decision of not splitting my channel initially because, like, uh-huh. uh, it was about a year ago. I was kind of really burnt out on everything, and I was just leaving the country for, like, a school study abroad thing. And obviously, I, like, I, I wasn't able to bring, like, my setup with me. So I was like, okay, what do I do? Um, and I kind of got into vlogging and things like that. And so I kind of just started uploading on my main channel, but it didn't really work out too well because I just got really busy. And there's a number of things that came up. And uh, I was right. like, I don't, I don't know why I don't just split this in two because these are vastly different kinds of content. So, uh, but, yeah, so I have one channel dedicated to vlogs now and one dedicated to everything, you know, Halo and gaming and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Which is definitely the better option, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to start a whole thing on on this, but do you not think that like your your Halo fans would would not mind seeing vlogs as well, or did you find that like you know the people who came in for the gaming content preferred to just watch the gaming content? They didn't really want to see the. I don't know if you have like uh, metrics that you're looking at, or, or you just kind of like came to the realization. Well, I mean. Typically, like when I uploaded a vlog, uh, I would like lose a good amount of subscribers. Not like a ton, but it was always like oh, it was okay. pretty jarring. Um, right. So it wasn't wasn't so that was like you know one aspect of it. But then also I kind of found that like like there was a dedicated group of people uh, who would like watch the vlogs, but obviously you know the views were way lower than my Halo videos. Yeah. Um, and it was really the only thing I could do at the time. But it wasn't really working out too well. Um, and so I just kind of made a decision to split it because at the end of the day, it's kind of better to. Um, it's not. It's better to not spread yourself too thin on one channel, and that's kind of what was happening for me. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, I just want to keep it locked to, to Halo and gaming on uh, the Reachway, and then I just call my vlog channel my name, Talkwin. But okay, yeah, I think it's a good way definitely. to. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a good way to, to split things. Um, of course, you also have your Twitter, and I think some some of your best content sometimes goes up on your Twitter as well, which you guys uh, definitely need to check out if you haven't already. I did a bit of cherry picking as I always do. For the beginning of these uh, interviews, the first tweet I saw from you was uh, this hilarious video that you put up recently. This was so great. Uh, John, if you could play it with audio, the full thing, let's just uh, watch it together again. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. I, I don't hear audio, but hopefully it's playing for everybody else. This is what Yo, I'm going to dear- <laughs> I'm holding on, dude. <laughs> Look at that shit. Give me your hand. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it on stream. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> Yo, I'm holding on for dear <laughs> I'm holding on, dude. Look at that shit. Give me your hand. Take my hand. 
Oh my gosh. I love that part with you. <laughs> this movie's just so good, man. Oh, I know. Just want to wait for it to finish, and then I'm gonna try to save all my comments. I love that that when you say he said breach. <laughs> so great, man. I, I think that oh my god, I, the moment I saw that I retweeted it, but one of my favorite parts was uh Samwise saying reach. Yeah. And you throw up the box art of the game. It was just it was so perfect. How do you even did you think of Lord of the Rings when you saw that? Like, is that just like what came to mind? Like, how do you go from, oh, I, I'm hanging to like, oh, this is content? I don't know, man. Like, so, yeah, that night I was streaming and that happened. Uh, it was just, you know, kind of a funny moment or whatever. And then I got off stream uh, and I was supposed to help my family with cooking. Right. I'm like, okay. all right, guys, hold on. <laughs> so I just like came back and I was like, oh, it kind of looks like, you know, when Frodo's hanging in uh, Lord of the Rings. So I just like whipped it up real quick and threw it up. Uh, it took me like an hour. And they were very mad at me because I was supposed to be chopping vegetables and stuff. So, right. uh, yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of random. I'm glad you liked it, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I love uh, even, like, the shoddy kind of editing where, like, you just kind of, like, copy-paste insert the Spartan into, like, the Lord of the Rings scene. Like, it looks dumb, but that's, like, that's the humor of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what, what's like, so I wanted to, um, like, like when Frodo's hand is, like, up there, I wanted to, to like, screenshot my Spartan hand and cut it out. But, like, right. that was just going to take me, like, another probably, like, 30 uh, plus minutes to do and i was already getting yelled at so i'm like all right i'll wrap this up uh, <laughs> did you and you didn't know that he said reach until you saw it probably right You're yeah like, oh, no i didn't perfect. i was like oh, hey yeah people are talking about you know reach flooding so i might as well throw that in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked uh, out yeah Somebody else commented something about like uh, it looks like uh, Star Wars when Obi Wan is hanging, and it does look like that because he's hanging on this like little orb thing jutting out of the wall, and then he does the flip yeah. like over Darth Maul's head right yeah, after. Yeah. That's yeah. Phantom Menace, right? The first, yeah, yeah, episode one, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's uh, another one, but I think the Lord of the Rings one worked a little better. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll do another one. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the next one I have here is uh, an anime-related clip. So any Halo okay. fans who watch the show who also like anime might uh, get a kick out of this. But let's take a look at what we got here. With the audio and everything, hopefully, I'm, I'm just going to assume that it is. This is a throwback. Okay, okay, you can tell me. Okay, so my question <laughs> to you is, uh, why? What the heck am I watching? Dude, I don't know. I, <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Um, actually I do, but okay. no, I was in Florida recently, uh, for the first Halo Outpost event. And, um, while I was there, I visited some of my friends and I, I guess there's like a Naruto themed, uh, ramen shop in, uh, in Orlando. And so we hit it up one day. It was like a little swing. You can go up and like take a picture in it for those of you who don't know. And like Naruto, it's like a common like flashback of Naruto just sitting all sad on the swing. Right. And the music you have too is the classic, like when somebody dies in the show, like that's the, music, <laughs> the sadness and sorrow. Or yeah. Or, or they cut away from the fight for like 15 episodes as they're like thinking about a backstory and that right. plays like the whole right. time. Yeah. Classic anime <laughs> moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I just like overlaid um, some footage from a Q and a that I, I did a couple years ago uh, where we did like a Naruto skit where, um, 
someone asked me if like I had reached my peak ninjutsu level or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just re- I don't know. We just recorded some skits for it, and that was I was just throwing it up just because. <laughs> no, no. I've always, because I'm actually a big anime fan too, as well as a Halo fan. So I've always been thinking, like, is there a way I can inject my passion for anime and Halo together without like losing audience? Do you feel like there's a lot of crossover? Like, do you ever try to put anime in your Halo videos in any way? And do do you get positive response from that? If you're yeah, something I, like that. I think they, even like Ninja now is like saying like Demon Slayer is one of my favorite of all time. I don't, I don't know if you've seen Demon Slayer. I haven't. It. It's actually on my list to watch, but oh, I've heard really good things it. about it. Yeah. Um, no, I think uh, I think anime in general has kind of just shaped my sense of humor over the years. Because okay, um, I'm trying to think. I don't really remember what, what was the first one I saw, but it's just kind of a thing. Um, oh, I do remember at one point when I was much younger, my mom and I watched the entire uh, first Naruto series together. If you can Your believe mom that. mom watched it with Yeah, you. yeah. We just, like, binged it, like, years and years ago. And I was like, that just kind of like, got me into it a little bit. But, it, like, over time, it kind of shaped my humor. And, I don't know, I just started inserting it into Halo stuff relatively recently, just not like really intentionally per se, but just because like it is like a lot of things that I find funny, it's kind of different like tropes and cliches and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'll just throw it into videos and I think, I think people enjoy it. So I kind of keep doing it and it's, it's become sort of synonymous with, I guess my, uh, me and my brand somehow. So I'm just running with it cause it's fun as hell. So. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like anime's gotten to that, that mainstream point. Like even just like you could take like DBZ or something related to yeah. Halo, like all the time, like, you know, so many streamers, content creators are constantly taking, you know, popular animes, throwing them in, uh, with Halo as well. It works well. Um, I, but you said you and your mom, not to get into a whole anime discussion here, but the, the first portion of Naruto's series is like 130 episodes to get through the yeah. child the arc or whatever you're saying yeah. your mom watched all that with you because that's nuts. yeah yeah like i don't know like every other day like you know after we ate dinner or whatever this is back yeah. when i was in like before like well before high school um yeah, i think they were on netflix or something but like all of them were in one place and so you could watch them all pretty like easily uh and we just randomly did that and um and yeah i don't know but like, i do have to come clean about something you, you just said though i have not i've not seen dragon ball like literally oh in- no and I know that's not, like none of it, or you three. just see it like, like actually none of it. Like, well, maybe like 15 minutes on someone oh else's TV when I was like right. little. Interviews over. But that's it. All right, nice yeah, peace, you. guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- thankfully, thankfully, it's a Halo show, not a Dragon Ball show. So I'll give you yeah. a pass. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so we got more Halo. Let's get back to Halo here. You, you made oh, a tweet good. recently about Halo Infinite and microtransactions. Let's read that out. Uh, it's been confirmed that Halo Infinite will have microtransactions for almost a year now. Why are we now freaking out, or just now freaking out over this news, which is a uh, very valid uh, opinion that you have there. So recently, I think it was a, a GameSpot article or something came out saying that Halo will have mi- microtransactions. It's uh, it's going to be like a live service in the way that it's going to operate. What do you think about uh, microtransactions in the game and just the news and people's reactions and whatnot? Um, yeah, so I don't know. I was just kind of peeved because, like, Halo Twitter uh, exploded with people, you know, very upset about microtransactions. And, you know, that's fair. But, um, I, yeah, I remember, I think it was Chris Lee, if I'm not mistaken, who said almost like a year ago that, like, you know, Halo Infinite will have microtransactions, but he confirmed they won't be loot boxes, mm. um, which is like, you know, like the RNG kind of, right. some people argue, gambling uh, type of... Uh, which we sort of already have in Halo 5? Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what we have in Halo 5, yeah. Yeah. With the rec backs, yeah. So... Um, my thoughts about them being in Halo, I'm not entirely, I mean, obviously I don't like microtransactions, right? But I understand right. their necessity, uh, and when it comes to certain structures, uh, of, of games, right? So like, we know 
uh, Halo Infinite. I saw on the uh, community stream recently, um, uh, Sam, she said that Halo Infinite is going to be a game as a service, right? So it's right. kind of going to be Halo as a platform rather right. than Halo 1, 2, 3, uh, Reach, Halo 4, Halo 5. It's not going to be just a numerical release. It's going to be Halo as a platform um, right. going forward. And they're building that as like something that they can just expand on over time. And so obviously all the dev time required to like making a live game that continuously evolves and they're going to add content, that's something that I would probably argue you have to have to an extent, right. um, especially with like the cost of game development going up and then like the nature of Halo Infinite as a game, you know, as a, a service. So, I mean, I understand its necessity. I'll be interested to see how they implement it. Um, hopefully it's in a more creative way than just the Halo 5 loot boxes. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they really can't go back and start putting in loot boxes if they specifically said they don't have them, because that, that will, yeah. you know, completely ruin their, their credibility for sure. Uh, you can tell that they're very carefully working around how to explain how microtransactions will be in the game. But I, I see, you know, most fans or I guess people on the internet will just see the word microtransaction and immediately just, they see red, you know, they, they're yeah. really upset. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a good way to implement them. And I think that you're right. It's becoming kind of a necessity, especially in terms of uh, what they want to create with Halo. Like you said, it's more of like a, a platform. It's a service. It's, yeah. it's much larger. Um, they just have to, to pick the right things to, to, you know, have these transactions behind. So uh, having it mainly cosmetics, I think, is kind of the, the safer route. Uh, yeah. Some people are saying that even though it's cosmetics, like, shouldn't we be able to put in the grind time and earn those cosmetics instead of one guy who just buys them or whatever, which I understand that argument, too. I was thinking, is there a way they could have a cosmetics that are exclusive to your grind time and cosmetics that you can buy as well that are also badass? I, I don't know if they could mm. somehow bridge the gap there and try to. That's please. a good question. Right. Like kind of like how you had the fire helmet or like your helmet that was on fire in Halo right. 3. You had to do all of this stuff for it. Still have that. Still make it badass, but you yeah, know, that's other things in addition to that. But uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe because I like I know in Halo Reach, like back when I was playing, and I don't know if this was just because I was younger. I was 13 when Reach came out, so you know how time kind of goes slow yeah. when you're younger. Um, but it seemed to me like it took literally forever to unlock a lot of the so, armor pieces uh, yeah. in Halo Reach. And, and the Halo Reach customization, I would argue, or just in my opinion, is probably the best customization we've had in Halo so far. Yeah. Um, the system itself worked really well, but it did take a long time and a lot of grinding. So. I could see, you know, maybe some armor pieces, you know, you know, give people that option to if they want to, you know, not grind for something like that, you know, give them the option to buy it. And um, that, of course, creates some problems with, like, you know, exclusive content where you see a guy with a super nice helmet. And you're like, oh, you just bought that. Right. So sure. you could have some of that. But like you said, I think it would be a good idea to have some exclusives on either side. You know, some that are really cool, but you have to buy some that are really cool that you have to grind for. It's a, yeah. it's a careful balance you have to strike. And I don't really have the answer for that. But. Um, it's, it's a really good question. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, in the end of the day, you know, if they do it correctly, the money that they make from this could also, you know, work towards funding projects that us as fans want to see in Halo. You know what I mean? Like, uh, as far as not just improving the game, but also uh, improving prize pools and things in esports, for example, which is something they mm -hmm. did pretty well in Halo 5 is, yeah, people yeah. don't want to buy rec packs or whatever it is. But when you buy those skin packs and half the proceeds or whatever it was goes towards your, your esports prize pools, and that helps the pros continue to, you know, play the game at a high level. I think stuff like that is is very helpful for growing the Halo community and keeping things relevant. So there's a there's for a sure. good way they can do it and channel it into the right avenues and it can work well. And I mean, Fortnite and all these games are perfect examples of of how that platform can work, you know, in a pretty successful fashion. I think the biggest thing is just continuing to update the game, add features that we're looking for, and people will shut up about the microtransactions if it's not you know that yeah. big of a deal.
Yeah. Um, I mean, like Halo 5, it kind of went that route for a while, too, you know, with like the, the monthly and bi-monthly updates. Yeah. Um, like the, when, when those were happening, it was amazing for the game. Yeah. Because like, every single time one came out, uh, there was just a ton of hype around Halo 5 as a game, you know, YouTube content, Twitch streams, everyone trying out the new stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and it kind of, I think, in my opinion, showed that, like, Halo could be really effective as, like, a game as a service. Um, Absolutely. Which is the direction they're going with it. We have confirmation of that. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, completely agree. And, yeah, they would have, every time they had a content pack, they would have a new trailer for it, and everybody get excited. And all of these content packages were free, too, which is great. So you could yep. always expect to, you know, be brought along with that experience. And it's something they're doing in Gears 5 as well. Like, everything that comes out is free, and only these cosmetic things you have to pay for. So I think it's a good initiative. Um, the one issue that I, I talked to Unishek about, I talked to a lot of people about now, is just the fact that they had outlined what those content packages were going to be way in advance, which is good from a preparation standpoint, but it was it was strictly that. Like, it was like, this content package is going to include this, and we can't shake, we can't, you know, be flexible around that and add something else or whatever. So, like, a problem might arise in the community that really needs to be fixed or something that really needs to be added, and it wasn't in that content package. It was in content package number four or whatever right. it was, and they couldn't, you know, be flexible. So I think the biggest thing is is hopefully they can have some flexibility in whatever they plan going yeah. forward there. I think um, also slow space, yeah. like the new engine they've made for it, will probably right. assist with that because that's kind of like the whole point, at least from what I've heard from them, like to make it easier for them to add stuff and be more flexible with their updates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And thankfully, I think that's the whole idea between or sorry behind just creating this new engine for the game is something that's that's scalable, <laughs> that's kind of malleable in that way they can change it. Um, the last tweet I got from you here is oh. uh, is a classic meme, but Halo style with Uber Nick here. Let's take a look. Oh yeah. Uh, when you one shot and she keeps dating, <laughs> this, uh, this is a real problem, man. Nobody wants to get get dated with one shot. That's that's not ideal. I mean, Nick's face says it all. <laughs> is this uh, Nick seems to be the source of a lot of your your hilarious memes? Is it is it just his face? Like what what is it about him? He's just perfect for it. Um, I don't know. I mean, Nick and I are best friends. You know. Oh both on the internet and IRL at this point, we have this joke that we're like IRL friends now because we'll, we'll have seen each other three times this year uh, once I go to PAX, which is which is pretty cool. But so we, we just constantly, uh, we used to, you know, collab a lot on YouTube. And the uh, only reason we haven't recently is just obviously because I've been gone and like haven't been as consistent. But uh, we our sense of humor is aligned in a, in a lot of ways. And so we're always just like memeing about doing just whatever that makes us, us laugh. And and a lot of our content's kind of t tied together in that way. <laughs> but uh, I, I have to say, that, like, that caption, like, when you one-shot and she keep dating, uh, that, was a, that was a throwback to, like, an old tweet of Vito's. Uh, okay. It, like, someone, like, uh, warped his profile picture and had that caption there, so I was just throwing that up. Oh, just, okay. Uh, refreshing a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's too common a meme to not have, you know, like, somebody somebody might have already tread there before. But, um, yeah. That, that's awesome, though, just thinking about, like, how far away Ubernick lives and the fact that just a shared passion for Halo can bring people together and, and yeah. we could become IRL friends. No, totally. Yeah, so yeah like, my, uh, my friend Jeremy and I, or I just got back from, like, a month and a half in Europe recently, and uh, the first thing uh, my friend Jeremy and I did, we flew to Northern Ireland and we stayed at Nick's house for a week. Wow. Um, and we all just yeah. hung out, explored, and showed, showed us around, and... Uh, and had lots of shenanigans up there, but it's just, it, it is really cool, honestly. I'm thankful every day that I do this because, uh, well, yeah. I never know Nick and a lot of other people who I think are really dope. How, not, not I don't know if this is like a, a personal question or anything, but how are you managing to fly to all these locations, my dude? Because I, I would love to fly to Northern Ireland, but that's that's a, a pricey time yeah. consuming, you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, it's, it's tough to find the funds. Yeah, right? no, for sure. And that's kind of why I'm chilling at this point because I've, uh, I've exhausted my, uh, 
uh, my funds in terms of traveling. But yeah, it was a, it was a mix of like some stuff for school because um, a lot of the, the stuff was, you know, some study abroad things. But then like a trip like that, for example, like I had a, a part time job in, in addition to YouTube as well uh, okay. that I would just do specifically to fund flights. Um, okay. And so that's kind of where a lot of that came from. Uh, but uh, I'm chilling now because I'm going like 100 percent into YouTube. Uh, nice. I don't have that part time job anymore, so I can't just hop on a plane whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, looking forward to the YouTube grind, though, man, because uh, you have some very unique content. And with Halo kind of hopefully just ramping up, the, the hype seems to be get it's it's not there yet, but it's going to happen. I, I can, it's going to happen. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited. So and, and, yeah, and that's when we all got to go in hardcore. So, uh, so yes. you're, you're at the perfect time to start chilling and get yourself ready for for the inevitable just upward trend Absolutely. here. Is how you I too, see man. It. I saw you start streaming. You got to keep up with that. I do, even though I, even though I don't always have good streaming days, I got to keep it going. <laughs> it's yeah. understandable. I mean, I've been traveling so much. Like yeah. a lot of my my shot is like really bad right now because I like haven't been on consistently, and so yeah. every stream is just me trying to warm up and like not suck. <laughs> so there's a lot of like self criticization. Uh, yeah. criticization. I don't know. <laughs> criticism, criticism or maybe I don't, criticism. I don't, yeah. That's the word. Sure. That's the one. Thanks, man. Yeah. No, the biggest thing for me is how stubborn I am, though. It's like I will continue to to go head first into arena, even if I'm doing poorly. I'll just and we're and again and again. Yeah. It's like somebody be like, oh, you know, why don't we play uh, some some super fiesta? Let's have some fun. Let's chill. Shall we? I'm like, no, screw you. I'm going to go fucking right back into into arena yeah, and torture myself. And there's no other like there's nothing else we're doing today. <laughs> I, I feel know. that so yeah. much. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I'm just so stubborn with it, and I, I will continue to be. I just need to change my mindset and approach. Anyway, this is uh, let's let's get into into your channel though, because uh, today you're a YouTuber with over fifty thousand subscribers. You're uploading a variety of high quality Halo content, from gameplay montages and live commentaries to skits and vlogs and even parody music videos. But where did it all begin for you? How did you first get into Halo and then content creation? So how do I get into Halo? Um. The first, the first time I ever remember playing Halo was someone I like. I have a family reunion I go to every year because um, I have like a huge extended family, and everyone is like, you know, everyone's relatively sane, and so we'll all you know come together and hang out. And so when I was younger, someone brought Halo C on their laptop, and Ooh. I remember like I had to have been eight or nine, maybe something like that. And uh, I remember just sitting watching them play, and I had just never been so enchanted by something. It's kind of like. It's kind of a generic story in the sense that, like, the first mission I saw was the first mission of CE, um, kind of like a lot of people have been into Halo. To the, to the open worlds kind of... Uh, yeah, that's, exactly. Because yeah, exactly. the first mission is like, actually in the ship, though, right? It's like all yeah, yeah, corridors? Okay. So I caught the end of that mission, and then he, okay, he beat okay. that mission and went on to the next one, which is, like, where everything opened up. And, like, the only video games I had played or I had, like, owned myself, I had, like, a Game Boy Color with Kirby on it. And, like, right. so this was just, like, a whole new world for me. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it was it was insane. And so like I didn't actually play Halo again for many years, and um, I didn't have an Xbox until I was 13, and I got one when Reach came out because okay. uh, I knew that there was a new Halo game coming out. And I remember that name from back then, and uh, it was like the best thing ever. So like I I did play CE uh, on my little tiny netbook before that, so I like okay. played custom edition Halo CE a bunch. But then my first console Halo was Reach. I how do you run that? What's your netbook? Does it have the specs to run Halo CE, or is it some oh, it sort of like? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it it was not. It was like, I want to say it had less than a gigabyte of RAM, and oh, it was God. just like this tiny little productivity, like eleven inch laptop. Right. It, but it worked, <laughs> so I just <laughs> I would just play like Blood Gulch CTF all day every day, and uh, nice. my homework suffered as a result. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got into the game. 
So, so the grind kind of truly began with Reach, though. So, like, yeah. I guess you did you miss the Halo Three wave? Like, it, it was all exploding, yep. and you, you missed it. You missed the social, the customs, big team yep. battle, Valhalla. I was all never that? part of that. I was never Damn. part of the Halo Two wave. I was never part of the Damn. Halo Three wave. Who are you? I don't know, man. <laughs> Just someone who missed out on Halo's glory days, and it sucks. But you know what? I'm here now. So there's uh, there's yeah. glory in every Halo title except maybe Halo Four. I think there's there's you know when you put the time in, you realize that all of them are beautiful games in their own way. I, I think and Halo Reach especially was one of those ones that was very kind of misunderstood. It was immediately banned, yeah. right? It didn't quite have or it had all these new techniques that people didn't really want to see in the Halo franchise. But after they kind of you know tailored things up and updated it, it became a very good game. But uh, how was your experience with Reach though? Yeah, well. No, so they, no, exactly. Like Reach for me, because like it was my first console Halo, and it was the first. You know, it was like my first Xbox and all this stuff. It was obviously uh. an incredibly nostalgic experience for me. Like, um, or it has been. Like, I just loved Reach, every aspect of it. Um, and uh, it honestly, like, yeah, no, the Halo Reach means a lot to me. And so basically, kind of, I, I was really bad. Like, I still have a theater game saved of like I think one of the first because I didn't even know theater mode was a thing when I found out. I was, like, thrust into 2047. Like, I was like, <laughs> how in the hell is it possible so to epic. fly around a game that you've already played and do all this stuff? So, like, that was really cool. But I have the game saved, and I am just the worst. Uh-huh. Just the worst. And so, like, it was a slow kind of grind to not be negative, because um, I was negative and reached for the longest time, and then, like, slowly kind of, like, uh-huh. like figured out how everything worked and, you know, got broke even eventually. And then kind of after that, randomly... Um, I actually don't really remember exactly how this happened, but my friend Michael and I, was my best friend, uh, still is one of my best friends. And uh, Nick's, Nick's one of them. But, yeah, we found out, like, what a ninja was, right? And he okay. showed it to me. There was, like, some video on YouTube, um, and I was like, okay, that is straight up the coolest shit I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Uh, which I, And I know it's, like, a super, like, kind of... It's called a troll move, too. Trollish thing Trollish. that get annoyed at. But uh-huh. I didn't I didn't really know any of that, and I just thought it was sick. So, like, he and I would basically just split-screen multiplayer all day, every day, um, you know, whenever we didn't have, like, school or anything like that. And uh, eventually we kind of, like, got better at it, got better at it. And um, we just kind of started making montages and stuff like that. And, and I remember, like, back when uh, – I didn't have a capture card, but back when Bungie.net was still up – they had uh, the Bungie render minutes where you could essentially upload a clip to your file share, right? And then go on Bungie.net on your laptop okay. or whatever. And you could use, you got five free render minutes a month, but they don't stack. So you have to use them up, then wait another month to get another five render minutes. So you could use one render minute to render one clip at a low quality. Uh-huh. So I used my five, rendered up five clips, waited another month, rendered up five more clips, and what just the, the site. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it, it was insanely overpriced, like just absurdly expensive to buy these. To render get minutes. more render minutes, okay? Yeah, like yeah. if you actually wanted to get like ones for HD and all that stuff, it was like really <laughs> expensive. It was so stupid. Friggin' internet but... in 2010 is what we're looking at right here. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah, we used those render minutes, and then I made just just the worst video ever. It's just like this ninja montage, um, and uh, that's kind of what started it all. Because I just thought it was dope, even though you know objectively it's 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 pretty terrible. But at the time, yeah. I was proud of myself. I was like, hey, Michael, check it out. I made a video showing off what we've been doing. And so I kind of just kind of went from there. Um, that was kind of like the first stage of it, I guess. Okay, okay. So you're you're fascinated with uh, Halo Reach and, and the Ninja. I have um, 
uh, YouTube video that I pulled from you because I noticed that trend on your YouTube channel with, with ninjas, and I guess we'll talk about that in a second. The first thing I did, though, is I went all the way back to your first video ever uploaded. And I don't know if this is your first video ever like uploaded or if you deleted ones before that or whatever it is, uh, but it's just a gameplay. It's uh, Elite Slayer on uh, on Countdown, I believe. Uh, let's play it up. Let's play up the gameplay in the background here. Um, and as I was watching it, I just realized how much, how, like, how badass Elite Slayer is. Like, I, I missed this. I, I totally, like, almost forgot, like, practically, like, erased it from my memory yeah. or something. But this was so sick. You were Elite, so you could, you had, I think you only had Evade, right? You could do two Evades, and you had to wait for it to come back. Yeah. And, uh, get the Needler Rifle. Yeah, no, this, uh, yeah, just this gameplay is just going, it's going to be just the worst. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't exactly remember why I uploaded this. Um yeah, I, th I think I used a bunch of render minutes to, to like test out the system, and I rendered out this one and just threw it up, and then I made the video after that. Huh. Um, but yeah, no, Elite Slayer was cool, man. I, I never actually loved it, but the reason why I started playing it a lot is because it did have Evade, which was a, a really, really fun tool to use to kind of juke people. Um, and once all the title update stuff started happening, um, they phased out Evade out of, I think, almost every playlist. Um until eventually it only resided in Elite Slayer uh, and Power Slayer in Action Sack. And then eventually 3.3 took Power Slayer, out, uh, Power Slayer out of Halo, okay. uh, Halo Reach. And uh, so that's kind of Halo Reach uh, and, and Elite Slayer kind of remained like the only place you could use Evade in multiplayer from that point forward. Yeah. So I don't know, we kind of liked it. But yeah, this, this gameplay is just me being a rat with a sword kind of. <laughs> it's just, it's cool how it's, it's a unique game type. In, there's only this. This only exists in Halo Reach, to my knowledge. Like, I guess you could have an Elite Slayer in Halo Three or something, but it wouldn't. Yeah. You don't. You wouldn't be able to. Like, I, I don't know. I've, I've never seen that in Halo Three. Like, this is like a dedicated Elite versus Elite game type that yeah. has never been recreated ever again. That's well, only in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what's interesting is is with the Elites in Halo Reach is that I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the only Halo game where the Elites actually have tangible gameplay differences. Um, right. Versus the Spartans, so like I can see me go for a ninja there and just get completely annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so a couple things I, I can kind of remember off the top of my head, like you you run faster or, or you move faster, you mm -hmm. jump higher. I want to say you could take like one more shot. Not I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but your shields and your health could actually uh, generate over time. So like in Halo Reach, as a Spartan, you had to get a health pack to get your uh, health back, but as an elite your health would slowly recharge over time. So you wouldn't need a health pack. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so yeah, those, they actually have like tangible gameplay differences, which was really interesting. Um, I'd be, I'd be totally down for that to come back in some sort, but just don't mix them with Spartans in the same game mode, unless it's, you know, like invasion right. or something like that, where it's right. like deliberate. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. It'd be weird if you had a competitive game type and you had to pick the elite or the Spartan. But I, I think as a concept, this is cool though. Like having elites as a character in the game that have different capabilities. And then that kind of, uh, you know, allows, I, I, cause I'm always thinking of ways that you can get, uh, you know, your, both your advanced mobility and your classic fans on board with these games. Cause they, they always fight with each other. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. a thrust in Halo and somebody's going to be upset. Uh, but if you have an elite and an elite has its own separate abilities that Chief has or whatever it is, like, does that create some sort of, uh, you know, unique excitement or something in the game? But uh, of course, from a competitive standpoint, you wouldn't mix them. But just, yeah, this Covey Slayer is very interesting. And it's going to be cool to go back and play this. Uh, it's something completely unique yes. to the Halo franchise. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I was looking through the comments on this video as well. Uh, one of them I thought was pretty funny. It's oh, no. a holy hell reach way. I haven't ventured this far in your channel before. 
And then you replied <laughs> saying, uh, some say if you go too far, you'll be stuck wandering the heaps of mediocre videos for the rest of time. Uh, <laughs> this was three years ago. Uh, oh would you gosh. say that you're still uh, producing heaps of mediocre videos till the end of time? Um, I'd say I'm, I'm producing uh, sparing amounts, <laughs> but they're still mediocre. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Like, ever since I started my channel, like, I was kind of of the mindset that no matter how terrible one of my videos is, I'm never going to private it um, or, or take it off because I think it's important for people who are starting out with content creation uh, to kind of see where, where people come from, right? Like, if you go back to the beginning of my channel, you can see some terrible videos like this, right? But then over time, you see, like, subtle improvements. And with, it, with each upload, it kind of gets better and better, and I find my footing. And, and you know, I'm not going to – I didn't want to be a channel where just everything was completely polished, right? Like, I wanted to keep all those failures and sort of um, bits of mediocre content up. So if someone was looking back, they would say, like, hey, you know, he's just a, a dude who started out and wasn't very good at it, but he kind of improved over time. That's something that everyone can do, you know? What a fair, level-headed way of looking at things, and I cannot relate to you whatsoever. <laughs> I, uh, I took my—I used to have Gears of War videos, and I, I removed, or not like I, I hit, hid majority of my old Gears videos as I cringe so hard trying to watch my old videos. I was like, hell no! Oh yeah, nobody gets to see it. Um, <laughs> Oh but I like gosh. your mindset towards it. Uh, the one other thing I noticed about the video is it says some epic gameplay featuring Big Bunny 15937. Who the heck is Big Bunny 15937? <laughs> Does that have any significance today? Uh, it does. So my current Xbox gamer tag, which I'm not, really, I'm not really sure why I haven't changed, probably just nostalgia, but it, it's Ninja Big Bunny. Uh, yeah. That's still my, my gamer tag to, uh, to this day, but... Uh, Big Bunny was like my old one, and I, I wanted it without any of the numbers, but it was taken, unfortunately, and so I kind of had to add some numbers there, like oh, okay. I, think a, I think a lot of us had to do. But uh, the name itself, there's a movie uh, with Cameron Diaz and Matthew McConaughey called Fool's Gold, um, yeah. and uh, I believe it was Kevin Hart. Uh, he played a gangster in that movie called Big Bunny. Okay. And, uh, I don't know why, and, and I think I was like, may, maybe 10, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> I think when I was like 10 years old, I saw this, and I was like, that's like the coolest name I've ever heard. Like, I don't know why, dude. I just thought yeah. it was the most badass like Big nickname Bunny. ever, just Big Bunny. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why. I thought it was really cool, and so I was like, I just wanted that as my gamer tag, and so that's kind of still it today, but just with Ninja in front of it, oh, obviously because right. of the Ninja past and all those shenanigans. Right, right. And how do you go from Big Bunny to the Reach way? I guess you, you know you love Halo Reach, so is that kind of like the easy transition? Yeah, that's like the the long and short of it, I suppose, but. Um, my uh, my parents were not really thrilled about the idea of me making a YouTube channel back in yeah. 2011. Uh, and so I was hanging out with my friend Jeremy one day, and I was like, hey, man, you know, we should make a YouTube channel together because technically it's not my channel. It's our channel, right? Uh, and uh, I remember we were sitting in his computer room, you know, back when that was still like a thing. Uh, and we were just kind of trying to think of names. And uh, I don't there, – there was a movie called The Foot Fist Way um, with okay. Riot or something like that. And I was like, oh, the Foot Fist Way, Halo Reach, the Reach Way, right? And, and it, it was, sure. the whole Reach part of it was kind of, um, it was on the fact that I love, uh, obviously I love Halo Reach, and I kind of, I, I consider many parts of it perfect, um, and, okay. and obviously that's not an opinion everyone shares, but I kind of mean like right. the design of the UI, like the, the symmetrical, you know, proportion nature of like the armor, like the aesthetics, the, like the campaign, a lot of just aspects of Reach I find perfect and like really well done. You can tell there's a lot of effort put into it. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of the, 
philosophy behind it if you want to, if you want to get a little you know, deep into it. But because I, I kind nice. of me as like my um like as a content creator, I always want to go above and beyond with everything I do, and that bites me in the ass a lot because I end up taking longer on certain videos than I really should um, because I want to like go the extra mile to make something like really funny versus just like, Oh, haha, that's kind of funny, you know, or, right, right. or like film an entire Naruto skit on the beach that takes up two days, you know, right. Just, just because in a Q and a like, like that sort of yeah. stuff. And so like, I try to keep that philosophy in, in every one of my videos, but uh, striking a balance where uh, you go that extra mile and also keep up consistency is something that uh, is a challenge. I'm trying to kind of uh, take up right now, but that's kind of, the reason behind the name, like reach, reach in that sense, um, means like perfection and like putting in the extra mile to me, right? And so like if you're gonna do something, you do it the right way, do it the reach way. I like it. Sense. Also, Samwise with reach, you know, reach, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. reach. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, dude. That's actually a, a, a eloquent eloquent way of uh, of putting it together. Um, and then you, you also you said Jeremy, uh, your buddy who works with it as well, which I got to meet Jeremy. Uh, he's a man of few words. He's kind of the quiet guy. Is that is that how that that works? So that what what's your reaction? Yeah, no, I right just now? remember you actually met Jeremy because I did. Yeah, I met him, but I, dinner, I yeah. actually I didn't talk to him once until I was like pissed drunk, and maybe I shouldn't be saying this <laughs> on the show. But yeah. it was just he he seemed like a nice guy. He was your buddy, but he just kind of was a man of few words. He didn't say much. And then when we finally were out in the town, I was drinking. I was saying hi to everybody. I was like, I'm gonna get to know everybody. So I got to have a bit of a conversation with him so he does all your camera work for for your videos and you put him in the videos as well how does is that relationship kind of been a big part of your channel i'm assuming so not typically we've been trying to encourage him to do that a little bit um but he uh so yeah i, I met him like when i when i first started playing halo reach um and we've just been you know best friends ever since and uh so he he kind of so he's the one i started the channel with but he, we never really did too much together um, until like some of the skits in the Q and A, like anything where I'm like on screen, I'm not like behind the camera. Like he's huh. generally filming that, unless it's like um, sort of like a sponsored video or something like that, where it's not a big, more produced thing. Um, so yeah, that event, Jeremy just you know flew out to hang out, and so I was like, hey, do you want to be my cameraman for this uh, this vlog? And then uh, recently did it again with the Philadelphia vlog. And so yeah, Jeremy's uh, he just graduated from film school, and so he's really good with that kind of stuff. So. Anytime I'm in a pinch or if I actually need someone else behind the camera, if I'm not able to do it myself, Jeremy's there for me. So, yeah, awesome. he's a homie. Yeah. And I mean, we'll, we'll have to show some of the vlog stuff just in a second. Uh, the only other video I had, we already kind of covered this, so we'll just show it quickly, uh, John, is the uh, the ninja montage that he had. Because I noticed a, a pattern that occurred with your channel was that majority of your videos is just you being a huge troll and just trying to only land ninjas on people in matchmaking. And then you have this uh, ninja montage here, which is just a small clip of some of the stuff that you do. It, what is it about the ninja? You just thought it was like badass, or you, you like the idea of like trolling yeah. people or? Nah, well, I mean, for me, like, like I didn't really learn. It was like a really trolly thing uh, for a while. Um, yeah. My friends and I, we just, we just thought it was really cool. Uh, and just like the concept of like, you know, jumping over someone. It's like the last thing you'd expect and it's unique, you know? Mm. Um, and so we kind of, uh, we just kind of, you know, attached to that idea. We just thought it was really neat and, and it was hard to do, right? Cause like the Halo Reach jump height was much lower as well. Right. Um, right. and so it was definitely a challenge. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I don't know. We just thought it was really cool and like we were terrible at it, but we kind of climbed that mountain and, and got really good at it. If you, Call being good at ninjing. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, no, this this video here is uh, a friend what of mine. What was that though? Was that the concussion rifle off the wall to get behind the guy? What was that? Yeah, so so to my so this is actually my friend Charlie. Um, this is his montage from back in the day, but um, and he has he had me oh. on the channel. 
But uh, if I could if I could brag for a moment, that that particular uh, maneuver, at least in Halo Reach, I, I believe I was the first person to do like a, a 360 off the wall assassination, which I thought was really badass at the time. And then it kind of became a thing. Um, yeah, we just like spent a lot of time trying to find different techniques and things to do. And like, obviously, there was a big scene with ninjing in Halo 3. And, and we kind of like found that out later. Um, so obviously, I don't claim originality with like, you know, a lot of like the core mechanics, but um, at least in this game. Uh, was something that we were really into. And there's an example of Evade where you can, like, do some really cool things with it. Right. Because uh, if you do it on an angle, it actually sends you, like, flying. And so, like, right there, he just flew off the tower and, and just totally assassinated that guy, which is cool. But, um, yeah, so that was a huge part of my uh, my content creation journey for a long time. And, and there was, like, a big scene that sprouted from it. And it was, uh, it was a very it. interesting time. Yeah, this is a cool yeah. jump. And this is what I'm looking forward to seeing from uh, Clearly when he starts messing around in this game Hell and yeah. showing us all the trick jumps. Um, but yeah, it seems like if you don't get the animation, it like doesn't count. Like you got to do the full assassination yeah. animation. You're not messing around. Like every yeah, single time. Yeah, that's the part of it. Because like <laughs> a lot of it's a lot of it's style, you know. Because it's like obviously right. that's not the most efficient way to get Hell kills. No. You know, you just want to beat them down if you want to get the most kills. But the point was like actually pulling it off and getting the full animation, like while, while you're vulnerable and like still getting it. That was kind of the idea, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, with Halo Reach on the way back, you got any uh, quick ninja tips for all the the guys coming in who want to start BMing and oh their matchmaking? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. you just gotta go um, for it till it works. <laughs> just gotta go for it till it works, man. And it's uh, Halo Five is really fun because like the the thrust mechanic, and so we got back into it with Halo Five. And like, I have a ton of like, and calling back to the the updates we were talking about earlier. Every single update, they would bring a new assassination animation, and so we would right. make dedicated montages for each new assassination that came in with the Halo Five updates and. And stuff like that. So it kind of persists till this to this day a little bit. And I still have actually one more I need to make, but who knows if that'll happen. Nice. Um, but as far as ninja tips, oh man, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You just gotta like, you just gotta go for it. And like, if if it's embarrassing as hell if you don't get it, but you gotta you gotta do that first. You gotta walk before you can run. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Try, try, try again until you yeah, man. To figure <laughs> Turn up your sensitivity. That's, that's what you gotta do. Oh, definitely. Yeah, the most embarrassing ones are when you're you run and jump over his head when he's in front of you, and then you turn around and and manage to ninja him, which is freaking crazy. Oh yeah, crazy. like the one eighties. Yeah, the one eighties. Yeah, that that's just like super embarrassing. That's, that's literally yeah. like put like unplug your controller moment right there. Anyway. Yeah, and I think that was like really, really. That, that was the draw of it for yeah, us, because yeah, it was yeah. just complete annihilation at that point. You couldn't say anything. So now with your channel, I'd say from what I could see, the first kind of three years, it's like almost like strictly gameplay, and you would kind of throw your own you know, unique sense of humor in there a couple times. There was one video uh, where it was like your your Halo nightmare, nightmare or something like that, and at the very end, you actually did show your face briefly like you were kind yeah. of waking up from the nightmare but you never had like a a face reveal you never had any of these vlogs and the skit work that you do now when did that start kind of like coming into play when you started thinking oh i want to do vlogs and skits like uh, did you know you wanted to do that like way before the channel or during the um i think the whole the the skit ideas were something that my friends and i always tossed around because you know there was a lot of inspiration from like Niga Higa and you know like early right. you know, how to be a ninja those those like really viral videos from back in the early youtube days um, um, not to interrupt you, dude, but uh, John, let's show the uh, the face reveal video actually in the background as well, so we can get like a little bit of context to these. Uh, this is a great one. It's like a Pirates of the Caribbean esque skit that you do. Yeah, you climb this this tree as well. Yeah, so, so this is a this is like a seventy so foot uh, oh redwood tree in Jeremy's backyard in uh, California, um, and we just climbed it because we wanted to sort of imitate the <clears throat> the scene in Pirates of the Caribbean one where Jack Sparrow comes in on a sinking ship. 
Um, but we didn't have a mast or a, or a ship, right? Yeah. yeah so we, this this tall ass redwood tree would have to do. But so yeah, Jeremy's filming this, and so he's up in the tree with me. Um, and the idea was again, like I didn't want to just do another face reveal, like you know, hey guys, in front of a webcam, this is what I look like. Okay, moving on, you know, because that's kind of I don't know, a bit standard, and I wanted to go above and beyond and, and try to do something just crazy, I guess. Um, yeah. And so I tried to use it as an announcement that I was going to PAX that year, too, um, which didn't end up working out, but we just kind of made it a whole thing. And we So we started in his backyard, as you can see here, in this tree, and uh, then we took it to Yosemite. How do you pan out? How do you do this? We had a drone. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, this video Damn. is just absurd. Um <laughs> But, yeah, so then we went to Yosemite and filmed this next section in Yosemite and then went to Big Sur, which is, like, south of San Francisco, like, um, an hour or two. And there was a lot that went into this. But I was I, I stayed at Jeremy's house for, like, one summer, and so that's when we just, you know, decided to do this. This video is kind of cursed. <laughs> <laughs> and you said that you were inspired by YouTubers like Diga Higa and whatnot, like, kind of along the way you, you wanted to inject a little more personality vlogs and stuff like that into your YouTube content? Yeah, yeah, the personality was something um, – that I don't know. I like I had a lot of like insecurities with just like my appearance for a long time, and so I think that's why I didn't show my face for um, a long time uh, on my channel. And then I kind of eventually I started to insert like more of my personality with with Halo Five specifically. Mm. Um, and once I kind of got a taste for that, I really went for it because I don't know. I've always been kind of goofy, um, and but I've never let it show too much of my content. Because uh, a lot of times, like, you know, in real life, you know, school and, like, swim team, ski team, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, me me being myself was kind of never, it was, it was put down in a way, you know. Uh, like, you know I know exactly how you feel. Stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah, so, like, it wasn't encouraged is what I'm saying, like, being like that. And uh, kind of when I found out that not only was it encouraged on YouTube to be goofy and all that stuff, uh, uh-huh. people actually get, actively get enjoyment out of it and are entertained. And um, at that point, it kind of became an outlet, I'd say, for me, just because that's just naturally how I am. And so the fact that people can be entertained by that side of me is something that was incredibly um, fulfilling for me. And so that's kind of why I continue to do it today, because I just love, you know, showing off whatever it is uh, I can make. Um, And so I just kind of continue with that philosophy because people tend to enjoy it. And it's not for everyone, but it seems to be for a good amount of people. Yeah, and I mean that's the beauty of just kind of the what is it reconnaissance or whatever whatever it's like the, the the internet revolution that's come in and just changed everybody's perspective on on humor and and kind of what what yeah. flies and what doesn't like I I think we both kind of grew up in this era where like in elementary school being goofy and, and nerdy and whatnot was the the least cool thing you get bullied it constantly uh, you feel like an idiot for it and you never had an outlet for like I, I was a huge yeah. nerd as a kid. Uh, and I got bullied constantly. It only took me till the very end of high school to finally kind of like grow into my own and realize, you know, I, I can, I can be funny. I can be myself just in, in the right outlet and environment and whatnot. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that for sure. Um, and people love it on YouTube and Twitch and, and this kind of online world and meme culture in general, you know, it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. to see how that's evolved. Cause it's like a lot of the stuff we were doing back in the day, what people thought was ridiculous is now like mainstream humor, which is exactly. just the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Like nowadays, the cool kids are dancing to Fortnite and yeah, whatever dude. those those <laughs> stupid meme Fortnite dance, like flossing and shit. And that's that's like you know you can't dude. floss you to get bullied. No, I don't know. How it is, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's nice to see that things have kind of changed and uh, and yeah, like this this is what you know brings your personality to the channel and this is what makes it kind of exciting in the the modern day too is like and that's why we're gonna look at Ghost Town Road in a second as well. 
because we don't we don't get a lot of that content when you know when Halo isn't quite the mainstream anymore. We don't get a lot of that unique kind of funny parody type content these days. So it's nice to still see it happening, and I hope we get more. But uh, before we get there, of course, you continue to evolve with the vlogging and and, uh, and you know all the videos you were doing skits and whatnot, and then you started traveling more. We have the uh, Halo Outpost Discovery vlog. Uh, what I first want to do is lead in with this video from Twitter, which is a really cool clip of you uh, just like in laser tag. Hopefully we can get it with audio. John, I'm not sure, but uh, let's play up that full video first, and then we'll uh, talk about the, the Outpost Discovery. Taquin, they're spawn dropping us. Susume. <laughs> so much fun, dude. Yeah, it looks fun. <laughs> so that looked like so much fun. That's actually where, uh, if you're one, if she's one shot or you're one shot, she keeps mating. Or <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's where it happened. Yeah, yeah, um, that's exactly where it happened. Tell me a bit about this laser tag and the experience. We'll play up some of the uh, the outpost discovery in the background as well. But this looks like a hell of a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah, no. So this is uh, uh, Outpost Discovery Philadelphia, uh, and I was there with Nick and Jeremy and um, uh, John or Unicheck. He was behind the camera right there. He just grabbed my camera while we were doing all these experiences because we got like a, an hour or so early, like in before even the VIP hour. Uh, so yeah, we got okay. to do a lot of the things before the crowd showed up. And so that was just one of the uh, one of the experiences, in my opinion, one of the best experiences at uh, Outpost by far. Um, and so, yeah, I don't I don't know. That was just uh, I kind of wanted to make it seem really hype. Because I knew that I had like some spe- I had like special privilege getting in early, and like I, w- I was like, okay, well, I want to cover this and like make it pretty cool, make people want to go see it, and then do these experiences. So uh, I just took that footage and tried to make it as intense as possible, like some some John Wick type stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I ended up with. So apparently, Outpost Discovery like keeps improving over time. Like the the first one wasn't yeah. quite as good. You said that that like now that you went to this one, they they fixed a lot of things. They added new new features and whatnot. How has that been? Like, is it is it? It seems like a really full fledged experience now. Yeah. Well, so essentially, Outpost is um, it, it's it's in its very early stages still. And like, I went to the one in Orlando, <clears throat> as well as the one in Philadelphia, and I can tell you like just there's a okay. massive difference uh, between the two. And like, it's not to say that the one in uh, Orlando was bad. Per se, it's just it was at the end of the day the first event that they had done of that kind. So there's a lot of things that they needed to, a lot of kinks that they needed to work out and stuff like that. Um, like they've made improvements to some of the experiences and adjusted so like the timing of them. So like lines aren't as extreme. Um, they had issues with like the the layout in general um, and just a lot of stuff and, and, and a lot of sort of small things that come together to make it seem the, at least the first time I wasn't super impressed. Okay. To be fair, I did only go one day in uh, Orlando, and it was the busiest day, so I didn't have the best time that day, but I still got right, to do a couple right. things there. Um, but uh, definitely Philadelphia was a lot better. Um, just things were runs, things things ran smoother. Um, the whole event was more condensed, so it felt more. I don't know. It felt more populated, if that makes sense. Because in Orlando, yeah. it was huge. Like the the event center was huge, and like a lot of things were disconnected. Oh, okay, so it was okay, another okay. big thing. Um, and then lines were still bad at this one, but they weren't quite as bad, if that makes yeah. sense. It's very easy to kind of like jump around between attractions. And much whatnot. easier. Yeah, much easier to jump yeah. around between attractions. Um, and uh, yeah, the VR was great. The laser tag is great. Um, I, I'm, the laser tag for me in Orlando glitched. So like we were getting like shot through walls randomly. And oh, okay, people, okay. 
Yeah, like we were getting shot in our spawn, like like literally behind in the spawn. In our spawn, yeah. Yeah, like we were getting spawn killed like straight up. Yeah. Uh, like before we had even exited like the little enclosed area. So that was really weird. But then the second time I had no problems and it was a blast. So, so yeah, it keeps getting better, better. And I, and I won't be surprised if Anaheim is just like leagues better than the, than the first one. I hope it's just like the beginning. Like they're continuing to do more with it. They're going to have more outpost discovery. Like it's going to continue throughout the year or something, hopefully, or yeah. maybe it's a, an annual thing, whatever it is. But, um, it's going to be so helpful when Halo starts to build up in hype. I think it's like this is this oh, yeah. is where people can start to learn and be a part of the universe, and and they have the game as well, which hopefully is very you know hugely successful to to bolster those audiences. So I think yeah. they get if they keep it going. This is uh, going to be a, yet another great initiative for Halo too. Yeah, um, I initially criticized it a little bit because I was like, wait, why are they doing this now? The year right, and it isn't a thing, right? But right now, after kind of seeing kind of like how prep. Thing, yeah, yeah, it's, it's prep exactly. It's like it's good for them to do a full round of it, get a feel for it, get a feel mm. for it, if it's even viable. Um, and then like they'll probably run some sort of promo thing for Infinite. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought it back next year because it's going yeah. really well. So, uh, John and Tony are telling me to watch my time. I'm terrible at uh, <laughs> being timely with these interviews, they go on for too long. Uh, let's quickly. Look at Ghost Town Road, and then right after that, guys in the chat, perfect time to start asking questions for the Q&A. Ask questions, anybody who's watching, about Halo Reach MCC PC, uh, about Halo Infinite, about Ninja, X-Halo. These are the types of things that I, that I want to talk about as well. So if anybody has any questions in the chat that we can kind of spark those discussions, that would be awesome. Um, and if not, I'll, I'll bring them up anyway. But um, Ghost Town Road is kind of like your biggest recent video right now. Let's play that up in the background. This is a Halo parody music video over old town road yeah um which is is ridiculous uh tell me a bit about this and john uh let's let's see some of it too so we can just kind of laugh yeah so um on the way i guess on the way (laughs) there we go go. sweet oh boy here we go all right so yeah this uh this video (laughs) this video was an undertaking for sure um I almost didn't do it. I kind of had the idea to do it. I was like, you know what? This is an idea that would probably be uh, really entertaining and could potentially pop off and be pretty good for my channel because, you know, I, I was on a kind of a hiatus at that point. Mm. Um, and but I, I just kind of was talking to some of my uh, my friends in my Discord server and I was like, all right, guys, you know, let's make this happen. And so uh, the only part of this that I didn't um, work on, like in terms of in terms of, like do myself, was a lot of the writing. That credit goes to a. Uh, a couple of the guys in my Discord server, Fat Bass, a nice. uh, guy named Cordy, did most of the writing he, in terms of the lyrics, and he, he pretty much nailed it. Uh, so shout out to him. And uh, But, yeah, so uh, one of my hobbies that I'm really passionate about as well is producing music on my okay. own time. Uh, and so I just love to make uh, just, just music of pretty much any kind. I'm working on an EP right now, but uh, I, I love injecting different types of, you know, uh, creative arts into my content as well. And so I thought, you know, this would be a great chance for me to kind of practice uh, replicating a song and, and, and uh, throw it into one of my videos. So, yeah, I streamed uh, the whole process live of me actually making the music because uh, unlike a lot of the, the other parodies on YouTube, like, I didn't just rip the instrumentals from it. I reconstructed them from scratch um, uh, with different instruments that kind of had a more Halo-ish feel, I suppose, mm. uh, like strings and things like that. And so, so yeah, we, we, we streamed the whole process of making the music uh, on my Twitch and then just went and filmed the music video randomly with my friends one night. It was very short notice and uh, just kind of supplemented it with some Halo footage. Speaking of friends, <laughs> he's right there. Yeah, and then uh, Jeremy, I think, was in the background. Oh, no, no, no. Who's the guy you're writing, too? The guy, like, okay, so the what? guy who I'm writing in this is uh, my friend. <laughs> what a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a sentence. I did not think I would say that uh, uh, on stream here. But, 
Uh, yeah, it's my friend Matt, and so he was willing to uh, put up with me. Because, I don't know, like, the concept of him just sitting there with, like, an angry look on his face while just all this absurdity is going on just was kind of funny to us, and so we just did that. But uh, so Matt's actually behind the camera on this one because uh, Jeremy uh, lives full time in New York and uh, I'm in Utah. And so we don't get to see each other super often. So Matt did a good job on the camera on this one. He uh, he pretty much nailed it. How do you do this behind the hog, the warthog? How do you get in there? Oh, my God. OK, that was hard. That was really hard. So so how we did that was um, we, we did Halo or El Dorito. We went on to that. Right. Uh-huh. And went and, and made like a green screen area in the forge there and put a warthog there. And I took the flying camera and then placed it behind the, the seat in the warthog, right? So I'm looking out, and there's just green screen, and there's a Spartan in the warthog, and then I just had my friend uh, execrated. Just I was like, all right, dude, just, like, turn the wheel a little bit randomly. I'll just record that. Um, and then so all the footage outside the warthog is just me in theater mode on Ghost Town uh, just, flying kinda, just flying around with a theater camera because my dumbass didn't realize that you literally cannot spawn a, a warthog on Ghost Town. Right. So I had to green screen literally all the footage there of the, <laughs> the warthog uh, Holy. in the map. Uh, so yeah, anytime there's a warthog on Ghost Town, that video, and it's literally called Ghost Town Road, and it's about warthogs. So I was like, as soon as I figured that out, I thought to myself, damn, I uh, kind of screwed up here, but we're out here. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic, though. Like, are, are you happy with the payoff now that you've seen it? And then, I mean, you're hitting like 500K in views. Uh, how do you feel about yeah. it? Yeah, no, I'm thrilled, honestly. Like, I... Uh, I mean, I, I had hoped it would pop off, and, and it did, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. And uh, honestly, it seems like people really enjoyed it, and something I didn't expect was the whole sentiment of, like, it's a it's a throwback. because Yes, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. Yeah, because the, the top comments are like, yo, Halo parody videos in 2019, this is still happening, or this takes me back like to the good old, good old days, golden golden age of Halo. Um, did you have any inspiration from Yeah, you were. So did you ever watch any old parody videos and stuff like that and think, oh, I want to do one myself? Or it was literally just like you, you, you know, you liked or why the song as well? You just like like the song. You decided that it was going to be that song specifically, like kind of where do you get the inspiration for something? Like this? Yeah, I didn't. I I never watched any of the old parodies, really. And um, I, I, I did not expect that to be like a note that was struck with people watching it. Uh-huh. So that was a pleasant surprise. And it was really cool to kind of like. Seen a lot of people genuinely enjoyed it and kind of brought them back. So I was really happy that it was it was able to like you know be kind of nostalgic for a lot of the people watching it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that, I don't know. I just saw it and I, I saw Old Town Road and it was blowing up. And uh, I was like, you know what? This is probably a good opportunity to just like put something out there that could that could get kind of popular and kind of boost my channel again because it's been a hot minute. Yeah. You know? um, and so kind of set out with that goal in mind and it worked, which I'm really thrilled about. Um, and surprisingly, it actually ended up getting copyright claimed. Uh, by Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, Lil Nas X's label. Oh no! Which was uh, so I had a whole fiasco with that, and I had to uh. like dispute it and everything, and I ended up not winning because, uh, you know, going into it, I thought because I was literally remaking the song from scratch, I didn't sample any part of it from the original, like no part of it. Um, I thought, okay, I'm good, you know, because I'm not actually using. So their even the background, the back backing track stuff is that's your stuff as well. You're saying? Yeah, all all produced by me, um, 100. Uh. percent And um, even though it like it didn't share any sort of samples with the original. The musical elements are similar, which I understand. But the thing is, I thought I was protected under parody law, which it was a very good lesson in how this all works. Because apparently, this is kind of silly, but apparently with parody law, okay. to me, to me that my video is a cut and dry parody, right? But right. not not legally. And it seemed like there was a bit of a gray area, but there was a pl- sort of clear way that I, you know, kind of wasn't in the right. Um, well, not in the right, but you know, like I couldn't monetize it, and they were 
sure. allowed to claim it. Uh, so apparently, if you want a parody to be legally protected under parody law, you have to at some point in the song or, or whatever it is, di- directly call back to the original and criticize it in some sense. Um, criticize it? Yeah, like you have to directly say something about the original and criticize it, um, which you could argue I do at a couple of different points, but it gets into like gray area and I'm not about to sue a record label. So I was just like, <laughs> you guys have it. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, didn't make so anything out of that. Good thing that you brought that up, because I'm thinking like, oh, you know, this is great. Uh, you can start doing stuff like this when the next Halo game comes out and, you know, taking popular songs and mashing them together in some way. But I guess there's a lot of loop loops you're going to have to or hoops you're going to have to jump yeah. through, whatever it is. I mean, uh, yeah, next time, next time I'll just have to like in the middle of the song, I'll just have to be like, all right, stop. Hold up. Wait a minute. Remember <laughs> that song? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll like directly reference the song. Like, oh, you know, Old Town Road. That shit's That's whack. It. And then just continue with the song. Because it's like you just have to say something and criticize it. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's, but, it's very interesting. And even if you do it, you're still going to get into the fiasco again, though. Like somebody's going to claim it. You're going to yeah. have to go you through the whole process. It and, oh, and the whole no. Thing. Um, but, yeah, no. And it's it's something that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really trying to become a parody music YouTuber. It's just a thing I thought uh, would be fun. So I, I may do it again in the future. But uh, I don't want to really be, you know, locked into that, I guess. You know? Right. Right. Of course, it seemed like a huge undertaking, but <clears throat> when Halo, you know, hopefully comes back into mainstream, hopefully we see a lot more stuff like yeah, that. I might um, do something else. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so that covers everything that I wanted to talk about as far as your content and your channel. Now, we do have uh, a variety of, of things happening in the world of Halo that I'd love to get your opinion on as far as uh, Halo Reach on PC, Fireflight. Um, we also have Halo Infinite as well. And then we also have our questions in the chat, guys. So continue asking those questions. We're saving them right now. Let's actually ask one real quick here uh, for Miss Melee, who says, uh, I love your vlogs and watching your stream. What's your favorite skit parody that you've done just uh, thus far? Uh, I can't stop watching Ghost Town Road, my favorite. Um, well, first of all, thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, my favorite skit has definitely got to be like the Naruto skit at the end of my uh, my Q&A a couple of years ago. My, my okay. summer Q&A. It's called like anime IRL. Something With like your that. hair. That's the title. Your wild anime fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was doing. Hair. I was searching through your channel. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, no, so that, that's definitely my favorite skit because it just involved like a bunch of effects and being really over the top and like adding like dust whenever I like fluffed my jacket back and stuff like that. And it was just uh, a really yeah. fun undertaking. And I think it turned out really well. So that's definitely my favorite. Awesome. Thank you, though. Um. <clears throat> now I'm trying to think. Okay, do I ask one of my questions now? <laughs> <laughs> Because these guys are pressuring me, telling me I'm taking too long. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Well, that's probably uh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's me too, dude. It's, uh, uh, Inconceivable says, who's your favorite ha- favorite player and why? I'm assuming favorite Halo player. Favorite Halo player? Like, out of the pros? Sure. Mm-hmm. Or in, maybe in general. Maybe maybe it's Uber Nick or, or so you wouldn't give him that satisfaction. Who knows? Mm, I don't know if I want to give that to Nick. His <laughs> ego is already massive. I can't assist with that. Um <laughs> I, I, I think my favorite Halo player has to be Ginger 2 from uh, First Boss. Ginger 2, yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> over Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, his, his alter ego, who didn't make it very – he literally was the first boss of that event. I don't think they got he it. He was. He was. He, he achieved it. Yeah. Um, uh, Barlos with five Bs. Is BBBB Barlos? Barlos. Yeah. Question for Taquin. Where did that pose originate from? I think he's talking about the the T. Pose or what? I don't know what pose he's talking about. Oh, I think he's talking about. All right, let's see if my ankle doesn't give out here. I think he's talking about this pose right here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I okay. So 
there, there's a there's a show called Nathan for you, and at one point, this random dude in the show just sits there looking all formal, like like that. We thought it was really funny, and like I randomly started doing it, and it's become a meme with my channel and stuff like that. And I'm I'm getting some emotes uh, figured out to like put that in my Twitch chat, like one that's the left, one that's the right, you know. Oh, come okay. together. It's that's just awesome. some. It's it's dumb, man. I don't know. We just do it for some reason. <laughs> it's just like every picture. Yeah, I mean, it, but it, it just looks ridiculous and it like works with the with the video format anyway. So yeah, it's like, yeah. And that's that's the beauty of it too. Is people are like, what the heck is that? Like, you just, it just it it raises questions, which you know that that's a whole other form. Yeah, whole it's other. to catch on quite a bit, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then before we actually close out, I do want to talk a little bit about Halo Infinite because there's been some recent uh you know kind of news that's come up about the game. Of course, you saw the trailer, you did your reaction to the trailer. I think it looks pretty incredible. What do you what do you think of the trailer so far too? I really liked uh, it. Um I think particularly what I really enjoyed is the fact that there was just someone who wasn't part of the UNSC or or, or like someone who wasn't like a Spartan and uh, they had their family in it and like a little kid. It's right. kind of like He looks like Jeremy too. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Nobody yes, said that dude. in your comments. So many people have compared Jeremy to that guy in the trailer, man. Yeah. I, uh, I wish we had a picture of Jeremy on us right now. Yeah, just, um, just for that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I just like that it had the dude's family in it. Okay. And it's a weird thing to, like, really like. But it's because it kind of reminds you of what it's all for. Because a lot of, I don't know, Halo 4 and 5 is just, like, this huge-ass shit's constantly going down. You're blowing, you're like blowing shit up, blockbuster. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, you're fighting for humanity. And it was cool to, like put that back into the mix a little bit and like reminds you what's like, you know, behind everything you're doing. Um, yeah, there you go right there. Um, and then, uh, chief obviously was, uh, really sick to see. And, um, and dude, this, the trailer, like I liked it, but it's not until I got to that last shot where chief was walking towards, um, what I believe was Cortana in like a control room. Right. Right. Right at the end. And like the music just, Everything, her voice. Oh my god! Did like, you hear I the hidden audio file thing too? Did you hear that? There's yes. Like, something, yeah. yeah, it was Cortana saying something, right? Right, right, right. Okay. I don't remember exactly what it said, but yeah, no, that last moment in the trailer really got me. Got me really hyped. Yeah, I, I think they nailed the look of Chief, and I think that's that's a great precedent. Of course, we want to see gameplay, but this is a, a good tease to kind of get us going for sure. Yeah. Um, the other things I wanted <clears throat> wanted to show was, uh, and I know you've been tweeting about it. We had some tweets. From Ninja, uh, related to Xbox, uh, if we can show those real quick, John, the, the first tweet that I have is a status update from Ninja. Uh, he's got, I think it's, I don't know if it's the Phil Spencer one. It might be the Phil Spencer one. Uh, there he is. He's hanging out with Phil Spencer. He gave him a signed copy of his book, Get Good. And now uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer's apparently gotten good at video games after reading the book. And then the second one is uh, a status update from, uh, I can't remember his name. I'm going to, I'll read it when we see it. But he's a big, big individual in uh, Xbox. He's Mikey Barra. Who's uh, I don't know his exact uh, job title, but he's huge in in, the, in Microsoft's Xbox. Mm. But he says, "Yeah, great dinner with Ninja and Jessica Blevins tonight. Great people. Xbox plus Team Ninja equal epic upcoming things. Stay tuned." Which is just that's all the information I need to know. Like, there's you know yeah. Xbox Ninja. Ninja came from Halo. Halo's coming out. You Ninja already Halo. know. You <laughs> like, already know, man. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about all this, man? What do you what do you feel about Halo's future based off of what we know so far and the Ninja stuff? Um, so with regards to like uh, Ninja and Halo, like I, I'm a massive fan of Tyler. I've, I always have been. I remember watching him back in, in Halo Reach streaming. Um, and so like I don't know. I just think he's great, and obviously he loves Halo. And with Halo Five, he kind of grew away from it a little bit because he wasn't a huge fan of that game, and obviously blew up with Fortnite. Um, and at this point, I think he's probably 
I mean, money isn't really a, a big factor for him anymore. He's got tons of it, and obviously it's great to have more, but I think um, there's a little bit more behind, you know, the them linking up with Xbox. I think it's it's definitely going back to Halo and his roots, and I think uh, Xbox sees the value in having him as a face for, uh, I don't know, just a face of Xbox in general, because uh, he's just a, he's a household name at this point that's recognizable, like, everywhere. Like, um, like yeah. I, I was in uh, Japan the second time, right? And I was staying at a hostel in Tokyo. It's like a capsule hotel where everyone sleeps in cubbies, right? Okay. Random tangent. But we were chilling in, like, the common area, and I was making some ramen. And, um... Yes, you were. This dude from... Fr- yeah, of course I was. <laughs> <laughs> dude from France, guy from the U.S., another guy from Sweden. They're all hanging out. And I overheard yeah. them talking. They were talking about, like, Ninja and, like, Fortnite and PUBG and stuff like that. And I was like, what? I was like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm a gamer. I know Ninja. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and we all just had, like, a huge conversation about it. So it's like, literally, everywhere you go, there's people who know Ninja in some form. And so he can just be the face of Xbox and everything. And I would like it if he was the face of Halo again. That would be pretty sick for us, I think. I don't know if I want him to be the, the face of, of Halo. I'm just thinking, like, just amazing things to come as far as his representation in Halo and other content creators, too, that can yeah. kind of be, you know, be built up as well. I just, I, I think it sets an amazing precedent. Um, True. Yeah, um, maybe not the face, but he's going to help a lot with getting He's going to be one of the faces of, one of, of the Halo, faces. for sure, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I, don't, I don't know if you'd be like... But his utility in getting it out there is what I'm really excited for. Yeah, he's transcended gaming, though. Like, I, his tweet that came up today, a partnership with Adidas now. Like, the, the guy's I just... I saw that. Yeah, I saw falling, man. He's, yeah, so uh, that's, like, that's going to be incredible. What do you think, like... Um, do you think this is the best time for Halo to make a comeback? Like, is it like just based off of, of course we have that with Ninja. I think other streamers like Dr. Disrespect has been talking about him, Summit, whatnot. It feels like this is kind of the, the best time for, for Halo to really make its comeback. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, yeah, Dr. Disrespect and Summit, they've been talking about wanting to play Halo for a while and just wanting a good solid arena shooter kind of back in the yeah. mix. Yeah. Um, so Absolutely. I think now more than ever is like a, a great time. You know, they've they've taken their time developing Halo Infinite and I think everything's in place at this point and all us content creators, we're ready. You know, we're going to have our fun with Reach on PC and, and MCC on PC and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that'll kind of build up hype slowly to it. And uh, after that point, I think the only thing left to, to really fall into place is Halo Infinite being a fantastic Halo game, which uh, yeah. I think it will be. But obviously we don't know until we play it. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, uh, one more, uh, like, one of the big speculations with the game is, of course, there's uh, there's a big trend in Battle Royale these days. Do you think uh, something like that would transition over, over well to Halo? Do you have any uh, uh, thoughts or, I guess, predictions on, on how that genre might affect Halo Infinite? <clears throat> I would not be opposed to it at all. I know it's a very, like, polarizing topic for a lot of people. Right. But as long as, in my opinion, if it was maybe something developed after the game came out or as long as it just didn't take up, you know, dev resources and didn't affect... Halo Infinite uh, in a negative way in terms of it being developed. I don't see any reason why it shouldn't be a thing. Uh, yeah. It would just be a great gateway for a lot of people who love the Battle Royale genre, um, who play all sorts of other games to kind of get back into Halo again. And, um, yeah, I'm not one of those people that's opposed to it. I'd, I'd welcome it if it was a thing. I just want to make sure that it doesn't really negatively affect the development of the rest of the game, if that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, as long as it doesn't take away from the other core modes and having those completely shine, then yes, you know, put in some sort of a battle royale. Or, uh, it would be nice if they they took that concept and then added their own Halo mix to it or whatever. Like, I know for the for longest sure. time they've been trying to create some sort of like a war esque game type, but they don't have the resources to put tons Invasion, of players on. Warzone. Invasion yeah. Wars. Yeah, they're always kind of like moving closer towards it, but it's it's never like massive, large scale. And I feel like this is the shot, like launching yeah. it with Scarlet. Um, you know, we might finally get to see that. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like, you know, all, all signs point towards big things for Halo in the future. We're just kind of playing a waiting game. 
uh, hoping for uh, MCC PC. Are you going to be playing a lot of that? Will you be playing it on PC? Are you going to be playing it on controller? What do you think you're going to do with uh, MCC PC? Yeah, I'll definitely be playing it on PC. Um, I, I, have, I have a PC that can handle it, and I'm just excited because, like, I haven't game or I don't I don't have a game where that's really made me want to get on and grind because I'm I'm not yes. a PC player, right? So like, I'm still pretty bad with mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I tried a little bit with Apex, but then I ended up just playing it on console just because a lot of my friends were there. I took the exact um, same thing, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a bit with Destiny 2, but then I kind of fell off with that. And so I'm just like, yes, like, bring Halo to PC, man, because, like, it's just going to be the one to, to tip me over the edge, and I'm going to grind on mouse and keyboard and get good with it. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing on PC for sure, streaming it a lot, too. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think Halo is, is finally the game that's going to make me make the Switch. And uh, I'll probably be at, what, almost 28 years old when I finally Hell decide yeah. to try to get good at this <laughs> damn and right? keyboard. I, yeah, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, because I, I will just get absorbed. Like, I'll put me in an octagon for hours, and I'll just flick shot, you know, until I get it, whatever it Dude, is. Are you down to, like, octagon some Halo? I'm so shot down some to octagon some Halo. <laughs> Don't get me started. Or even I've, I've got a live stream at eight o'clock right after this, and I'll I'll start it with an eye to gun, and then I'm going to be just throwing myself back in the gauntlet once again. But okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, anyway, that uh, does cover everything I have as far as uh, questions for you today, man. Thank you so much awesome. for joining me on the show. Uh, excited to see what comes in the future of Halo, and I know you're getting back on the grind. So uh, any Indeed. any big goals for you coming up? What can we kind of expect to see from you in the coming months? Uh, what do you think? Big goals for me coming up is. Uh, Consistent uh, streaming schedule, consistent YouTube schedule, and uh, putting everything I have into content and really just kind of showing what I can do uh, with MCC on PC leading up to Halo Infinite because uh, I think I got a lot to offer and I'm really excited to you know get cranking again. But uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for having me. It was a it was a pleasure. No problem. And what about HCS Grassroots? You, you, have you thrown your hat in the ring there? I'm I'm sure. I, like, have. I can't believe you're not there. Maybe it's just because you haven't been super consistent recently. Yeah. But once that comes back, like 100, I That's see you exactly joining that. Yeah, I got a I got an email back and they're saying, hey, like we love your content and there everything. You go. But now that you're back in town, we'd just like to see a little more history of consistency now that you're back. So that's just all I'm working towards right now. Love it, man. So yeah, keep grinding. You've got that. And then once you get in the program, there's there's live.halo.gg. You get broadcasted on their website. Halo grows, these channels grow. I, I think it's you know, it's it's the all signs point towards Hell, yeah. a positive future for Halo. We're so all let's Let's yeah, let's let's get that going, man. I'm excited. Uh, thank you so much for joining me once again, dude. And uh, hopefully, we get to play online sometime soon. For sure, man. I look forward to it. Thanks again. No problem. See you around. All right, and that'll close today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for asking your questions once again. Now, I know some of you guys are waiting in the chat for our grassroots giveaway. We do it every single episode. All you got to do is type exclamation mark grassroots to enter, enter yourself into the giveaway. But we probably already have our winner. I'm gonna wait here and uh, and see who it is. So just let me know as soon as you as you got it. This is my okay, okay. That was my drum roll right there. We got uh, we we got Gaster with the win. G A Z S T R with the HCS Grassroots BR and nameplate. Uh, win. Congratulations. Enjoy the goodies. I assume somebody will send you a DM and get you that code uh, so you can get the download. Uh, but that will close today's show, guys. Remember, you can also support the show with merch as well. Let's throw up the merch. We've got nice hoodies, T-shirts. All different goodies you can buy to support not only the show but me as well and of course i would highly appreciate that and remember guys if you missed it live you can always tune in on youtube we take the full vod we upload them on youtube you can watch them there or you can listen to it on the go on spotify on itunes on google play so lots of ways to get involved with hcs weekly when you see me next the focus is going to be all on atlantic city we've got atlantic city coming up big things coming up in halo's near future so let's get excited guys looking forward to seeing you again next week have a good night
Okay.